0: Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. I want to finish kids camp up. Make sure I tell you the whole story. See, all week we've told you about God preparing a place for you. We've we've learned the memory verse from John 14. Take a look at this. We've been looking at this all week. John 14, verse 1 through 4. You guys got that back there for us? Hey, let's read it. How many of you memorized this this week? Yeah. Moms and dads, you've probably seen this before. Let's take a look. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Troubled, right. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Let's look at this next one. My father's house has many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I was going there to prepare a place for you? See, we've heard all week Jesus is preparing a place for us, for you, an amazing place. And we've talked about how what's, it's called heaven. And we've talked about what's in heaven and what's not in heaven. And it's an amazing place, a place everyone dreams of being. And we've made it clear, it's a place everybody wants to go to. Nobody wants to miss going to heaven. Take a look at the rest of the verse here. It says, if I, go, if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come back. Everybody say, come back. come back. I'll come back and take you to be with me. It's the great roundup. Jesus is coming back to this place and he's gonna take to heaven every person that is ready for him. Not every person that wishes they could go, but every person that has made a decision to make Jesus the Lord of their life and is living every day waiting in expectation for his return. I've got some some more scriptures to show you because that's only half of the story. You probably were not expecting this to be the end of our little drama skit tonight. What happened to him? He missed the roundup. He missed the roundup. They took his saddle. No saddle. No roundup. He missed it. He set aside his saddle for just a moment, thinking, I'll come right back. Trail boss has been taking a long time. It won't be long. I'll be right back. And in the moment that he decided to set his saddle aside, The trail boss rang the bell, and the roundup left. And there he sits, grieving, weeping, wondering how did he miss it. Boys and girls, this is the other side of the story. It's not all just about Jesus taking everybody to heaven. There's a lot of people that aren't going to go with him. In fact, there's two groups of people that aren't going to get to go on God's great roundup. People that rejected Jesus and said, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to believe it. And there's a whole lot of people like that, and I wish it wasn't like that. But those people are not going to go up to be with Jesus forever in heaven. And there's another group of people that aren't going to get to go. Jesus tells a story that you heard today in our Bible story time. It's a happy story. And it's a sad story. And it ends sad. It ends just like our demonstration did here. And I want to show you some scriptures from the book of Matthew. For just a moment, why don't you take a look at these? Because Jesus is, in this story, Jesus is talking to his friends. And he's telling them what the world is going to be like When he comes for the great roundup, to take everybody with him that's ready for him. Let's take a look at these. At that time, he's talking about when he's coming for the great roundup to heaven. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Oh, man, that's terrible. What else does it say? Many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. If you have your Bible, you can turn and look these up. We're going to read just a few scriptures from Matthew 24. Then we're going to read a short story in Matthew 25. Look at this next. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Who is that in this story? It was Fred and it was Curly. They stayed true. They had to have. Their saddle. Even though the food was free, it wasn't worth giving up their saddle to get. Let's take a look at some other ones here. What else did Jesus tell his friend? Whoa, for as lightning, lightning's really fast, right? As lightning that comes from the east is visible even in the west, so will be the, son, the coming of the Son of Man. What else we got here? Let's keep reading. Look at these verses Jesus is telling his friend. But about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels nor the son, only the. Who knows when Jesus is coming back? The father. Does Jesus know when he's coming back? No. Do the angels know? Do you know? Does your mom know? Who knows? Only the father. Only the father knows. What else do we got here? Take a look at this. Then he gives an example of what it's going to be like. This is from Matthew chapter 24. It'll be like this. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Kind of like our little story that we had up here. Two women will be grinding with a handmill. One will be taken, the other left. Kind of makes you stop and think, um, which one am I? Yikes, look at the person next to you and and whisper, yikes. Which one are you? Which one am I? Moms and dads, it's not just a kid's story. We had day camp here this week, and we've invited you to come tonight so I could share this final message with you and to ask you, which which one are you? Jesus tells us some more to his friends. Let's take a look right here. Why don't you go ahead and bring up that next scripture here. At that time, we're going to talk about these ten virgins, these ten girls who went, they were part of a wedding party. They're all invited. How many of them were invited? All. And guess how many of them chose to go? All. They all chose to go. And they all went. They made a decision. They made a choice to be a part of the wedding. Let's take a look at what Jesus, he tells a story here. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. That's their job. They're going to go light their lamps so the bridegroom knows where the party is, okay? And then they're going to get to go to the party. How many of them chose to be there? All of them chose. They all made a decision. Five of them were foolish. Five of them were wise. Yikes. Yikes. The foolish ones took their lamps but did not take any oil with them. Yikes. Look at the person behind you and say, "Uh uh-oh. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. Ah, what were they thinking? The wise ones, what were they thinking? Why did they take this extra oil with them? Ah, good answer. The bridegroom may take a long time. I need to be ready to wait a long time. The wise ones took oil. The bridegroom was a long time. There it is, in coming. And they all, how many of them? All. They all got tired because it was really hot in the sanctuary. And the fans weren't, the, fan, the fans, the fan. the fans weren't working. Oh, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. Does anybody have somebody in their house that snores really loud? My kids tell me I snore really loud. How many of you have a mom or a dad that snores really loud? There's a lot of hands up here. I think they just ratted you out. All right, you put your hands down. I'm almost done. Let me have your bestest attention. I'm almost done here. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. What happened in our story? There was a bell, wasn't there? It announced, hey, it's time. What else? Then all of them woke up. They all realized the bell had sounded. The foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Because we don't have enough. And we're going to stop right there. And I'm just going to tell you in my own version the rest of the story. Five of them got to go to the party. Five of them missed everything. They all made a decision to go. Some of their decisions were short, short commitments. It's only for today. Only until something better comes along. Oh, the bridegroom won't take a long time. I'm going today. But the other five, the wise ones, they had an understanding. It might be a while. I better take along some oil in case I have to wait for a while. Boys and girls, in my final moments, and moms and dads and everyone else that's here at Kings, those of you that are watching online, it's a very contrasting story of two different ways of making a commitment as to Jesus as your Lord, as Him as your Lord and Savior. Everyone chose. I want you to hear me that. I want you to hear that from me. Everyone chose to go to the wedding. It reminds me of when I go to to do a large, big event at at, uh, the Menard Center, and there's thousands of people, and I say, who wants to choose Jesus today as your Lord and Savior? I've done this hundreds of times, hundreds of times. Stand before thousands of people, and their hand goes up in the air. And people choose. They make the decision. They choose. I'm going to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want his free gift of salvation. I'm choosing to live for Jesus the rest of my life. And then something happens. They had to wait. Something happens in their mind and in their heart, and they, they see something else that looks better for a brief moment. And they set Jesus aside. I hope that's not you. Don't set Jesus aside to go chase something else. Don't set Jesus aside even for just a moment because you don't know when he's coming back. Don't drift away and decide, oh, as soon as I hear the bell, I'll go grab my saddle. What happened to Clyde? It was too late. In our story, his saddle was gone. The moment he missed the moment, and he couldn't recover. That is exactly what will happen when Jesus comes back. We've told you all week of the amazing place that God has for you and wants you to go there and made a way for you. The, other, the rest of the story is there's going to be people who don't get to go. They chose Jesus, but then they put him on the side and went and did other things, and they don't know when he's coming back they're going to miss the great roundup. It's a sad thing. There's two groups of people that are not going to go with Jesus when he comes back. Those who flat out refuse him and those who chose him but then left him on the side. It's a real story. Jesus told this. It's a parable. He told a story about these girls at the wedding To tell us a truth. That even though you've made a decision, it has to be something you decide every day. It has to be something that you keep your mind and your heart set on. In our story, me and Fred, there was no way anyone was gonna take our saddle. Uh, Trapper Dan this week tried to buy my saddle, tried to trade me two bits, four bits, eight bits for my saddle. And I told him, my saddle is not for sale. There is nothing going to keep me from going on the roundup. Moms and dads, boys and girls, that is the way we live for Jesus. That is the commitment we make. When we pray a prayer, we're not just reciting something that we hope is magic and that somehow one day we're just going to appear in heaven It's a choice you make for the rest of your life. Tomorrow is as important as today. When you wake up in the morning, Jesus, your Lord and Savior, thinking of Jesus, put your mind and your heart on things above, not on things below. We keep our mind on Jesus. We live in a way that pleases Jesus. We make everything about pleasing Jesus. Jesus It's a sad story. Some of you that are listening to some of you are online right now if Jesus returned where would he find you? Which one of those girls would you be? Which one in our which one in our demonstration here would you be? The one who rearranged everything to keep the saddle next to him or the one who just set it aside for a moment? It's just a moment. Which one are you? I want to invite you to make it a daily decision. We're going to pray in just a moment. Moms and dads, you got kids in your house. I'm so glad. I've been a children's pastor working with kids for 23 years together. And then 15 years before that, working in kids' church. Ever since I was a kid, I've seen all kinds of kids, all kinds of families All kinds of parenting, all kinds of different arrangements. You've got, parents, please hear me, for their sake, you've got to arrange your house and your music and your entertainment and your conversation. You've got to arrange it so that you're not setting Jesus aside. They're going to do what you do. Thank you for joining today's podcast.